Baseball. Right. Thank you on that, Steve. I want to go back to the uh, Rose Garden event uh, last Saturday where the president announced uh, his nomination of Judge Amy Coney Barrett to replace Ruth Bader Ginsburg on the Supreme Court. I want you to take a look at this picture that we have here. Seven people there, the president and first lady, Senators Lee and Tillis, Kellyanne Conway, John, Reverend John Jenkins, the president of Notre Dame, and Chris Christie. All of those seven people in that picture have since tested positive for COVID. Question, Steve, people packed together, the vast majority not wearing masks. How does that make sense? Well, look, here's what I would say. Uh, tremendous precautions are taken to protect the president. You know, as you well know, anybody who goes to see the president must submit to a COVID test first. Uh, and also, there is significant distancing. People don't physically get close to the president, at least people who don't have to. Of course, his family members, some of the security detail, that's a different story. Uh, but I think w given these precautions and given that he is probably the most protected person on Earth, the fact that he still got infected shows us that, unfortunately, uh, this virus has that kind of power, that kind of communication ability. Um, and the president, though, and he's made this clear, he was unwilling to completely sequester himself, to take no risk, because leaders take risks. And he is the servant of the people as well as the commander-in-chief. Uh, and so he said he must be around the people he serves. And he knew that it was not riskless for him to do so. He could have been hermetically sealed in the residence and been practically guaranteed that he wouldn't get the virus. Uh, but instead, he took reasonable risks, not reckless ones, but reasonable risks. Unfortunately, he got the virus. And I think what this shows us for a policy perspective, and I think this is important, Chris, is that we know that even the most severe of lockdowns cannot completely stock the virus. Therefore, we should take reasonable precautions as a society, and we should not, as Joe Biden threatens, even think about shutting this economy and this society down again. Okay. To me, the most consequential divide from your debate that you moderated between the two was that issue of the president saying, we are staying open. We'll take precautions, but we can manage well, the risk. Steve, let's talk about reasonable risk, because there was the debate on Tuesday night, as you say, that I moderated. The, the rules from the Cleveland Clinic could not have been more clear. Everyone, everyone in the audience was to wear a mask. Uh, the president and the, the, the vice, former vice president and I were the only ones exempt from that. We've got a picture up on the screen. After the first family came in, they all took off their masks. So did the White House chief of staff, Mark Meadows. Do they think that the health and safety rules for everybody else do not apply to them? No, that's not the reality. Look, everybody was tested before that event, as you well know. Uh, those of us who went first were tested by Cleveland Clinic directly. Everybody who gets on Air Force One for any trip on Air Force One is tested before they get on. Steve, it doesn't matter. That, Steve, it doesn't matter. Everybody no. that was in that room was tested. Steve, everybody that was in that room was tested. And the Cleveland right. Clinic's regulation was it didn't matter. Everybody except and, for the three of us on the stage was to wear a mask and people from the Cleveland Clinic came over and offered the first family masks, thinking maybe they didn't have them. They were waved away. And the Commission on Presidential Debates has issued a statement saying, from now on, if you don't wear a mask, you're going to be escorted from the hall. So forget this question of being tested Chris, beforehand. Everybody was tested you, beforehand. But no, I'm going to finish my question. Everybody was told to wear a mask. Why did the first family and the chief of staff feel that the rules for everybody else didn't apply to them?
Chris, we believe that masks are very useful. The president has worn them on many occasions, including visiting the hospital where he's now a patient when he was visiting as commander in chief as a guest to visit soldiers there. He wore a mask. So we believe in masks. We also believe in some element of individual choice. People were distanced and they had been tested. Both of those things were true in that no, convention Steve, hall. No, they weren't and distanced and there were rules and there was no there was they, no freedom of choice. I, they broke the rules. I was there, I was there like no, you were and they Steve, were distanced. Why those did they break the rules? Those chairs were not close together. Look, those chairs were not close together. And again, we also believe that people. It doesn't can matter, make Steve. The rules from the Cleveland Clinic they were close together, Steve. And the rules okay. from the Cleveland Clinic were everybody wears you know, a mask. Why didn't Chris, they? Chris, the way you're starting to harangue me now actually reminds me of what you did to the president during that debate on Tuesday night when oh, he had yeah. to debate I, he, not I just Joe him. No, and then he had to he had to debate not just Joe, Joe Biden but you as well. You were not a neutral moderator then. I don't mind tough questions. I welcome you know how reasonably tough questions. But what I don't think is okay is for you to become the effective opposition to the president. Okay, and those everyone there was tested in the crowd. They were distanced from each other. People can make reasonable Steve, decisions for themselves. State. No, they actually, they can't. They're the rules and they'll be kicked out next time. Steve, let me just simply say the president interrupted me and the vice president 145 times. So I object to saying I harangued the president. I know it's the talking point. With the president in the hospital, there's a concern about the continuity of government. Is the campaign giving any consideration, given the fact that the vice president is the next in line to the president about keeping him off the trail or delaying the vice presidential debate until we see that the president is safe. Now, listen, we think it's, our important, it's important that our campaign vigorously proceed. And, and look, the, the, the MAGA movement is bigger than just President Trump. He's instrumental, of course, uh, but he is not the only key element of the MAGA movement. And so what we have said is that the other people, including, of course, Vice President Trump, campaign people, millions of regular Americans need to step up um, and to some degree fill the void that is left because uh, our, our champion, our, inst our, our main instrument is not able at this moment to vigorously campaign and certainly not campaign physically right now at all. But in terms of continuity of government, the government is functioning uh, flawlessly right now. It will continue to. The United States, thankfully, has vigorous uh, structures for chain of command, and there will be no disruptions there. Welcome. Mike Crawford live. Young jerks wanted to talk about Donald Trump tonight. Uh, let me get the uh, right video up here. I'm, I'm a little bit on the fly. I had to do updates on the uh, computer as we were going along here, but we'll be good. We'll be, we'll be fine. We'll, we'll get that straightened out. Uh, also have a bunch of people in the waiting room trying to get through uh, to talk to us. We're definitely going to take your calls. If, if you stick around and wait for us, that is. Because, uh, you know, I got to fix the video first and I got to make it look good so you can call in. But uh, we're the Young Jerks and we, we are live right now. Uh, you may see my buddy Charlie jumping up and down. That's the other issue I'm dealing with. My doggy is down. My girlfriend left the house and I'm down in the studio with Charlie. And he's a little freaked out. I don't know why. He just jumped up in my lap, which is unusual for him. He's bumping the microphone. So if you hear anything going awry or you see anyone moving around up here, it's a little Charlie. He just jumped up my lap right right when we went live. But uh, wow. I mean, uh, I, I just had to go live today. I wanted to go live to talk about what's going on in this country because it's uh, awful. This goes beyond partisanship, beyond, I don't care if you're a Democrat, Republican, Independent, Libertarian, Green. If you expose people to COVID-19 right now, intentionally, you're a piece of shit. And that's basically what's going on at the White House. And I, I say, yeah, I don't care if it's a Democrat, Republican, Independent, because, you know, Democrats have done this. 
Uh, there was a city councilor, I believe she's a Democrat in Malden that had a party uh, for her daughter outside. I thought that was ridiculous. I thought that was, it was totally, you know, telling people not to do one thing and then she does it. I thought that was wrong. I called it out. What Donald Trump has done is times that a thousand. This guy has had party after party after party on our watch, on our dime and infected people. Today, he's, you know, everybody already knows, obviously, the news that he's been uh, infected with COVID-19. He's in the hospital. Today, he decided to go for a joyride, a joyride with Secret Service agents in the car with the windows rolled up. They did not look happy. Endanger lives. I can't imagine if you're, you're the family of a Secret Service agent right now or a housekeeper at the White House. These people have put everyone in it. Danger. Last Saturday was a super spreader event at the White House. We know that Donald Trump has known about this for longer than uh, just on Friday night when he finally released the fact that he was COVID-19 positive. We know that they've infected people. We know that they continue to, to infect people. They didn't notify anyone. I'm outraged. I am so angry today. I really am. I am so angry about what's happening in this country. And usually we, this show, usually our thing was always local politics, local, stick with the, the local, what we could change, what we can work on. But with this election, things have changed. And uh, tonight is the first example of that. I'm probably going to do a lot more shows related to Donald Trump and just what's going on in this country because we need people to vote. I know that a lot of people don't like Joe Biden and there's certain reasons why they don't like Joe Biden. I'm not gonna say I love Joe Biden for everything, but, and I'm not gonna tell you who to vote for, but what I will say is that there's reasons I'm voting for Joe Biden. And some of them relate to Donald Trump and some do not. Uh, and, and when you vote for someone like Joe Biden, it's not generally that you agree with them on every issue or every past action or everything that they've done in their life. It's about what they're actually gonna do in office. And the number one thing is he won't endanger us. He won't, he won't have mass spreader events at the White House on our dime. And what I mean by mass spreader events, we're talking about an event on last Saturday with no masks, no social distancing, lax testing, indoor and outdoor event where dozens of people were infected. And they knew this happened. When they knew, we still don't know. And that's a problem. We don't know what's going on because... The White House lies to us every day, and then certain officials within them leak it to the press, the real news, the real story, because they're ashamed. They can't actually say what's happening, and this, you know, a lot of people think this is a hoax. This is not a hoax. There's no doubt this is not a hoax. The reason we know it's not a hoax is because it would leak out of the White House. People that work in the White House have been in danger. They know it. A lot of these people know it. You look at uh, someone like, uh, you know, the the former press secretary, you got the current press secretary, Kaylee McEnany, but the uh, former press secretary, her daughter has come out, Claudia, on TikTok or Twitter or wherever she posts, talking about the fact that her mom, Kellyanne Conway, was exposed, got COVID-19, and endangered her whole family. And today, Claudia announced that she has COVID-19. I mean, this is what's happening in this country right now. And it all comes from the top. It comes from President Trump. I see a lot of people out there who are saying that we're being too mean to the president, that we're wishing him death. I've never wished him death. I don't wish anyone death. 
I don't, I also at this point can't wish him well though. And that's truly sad. I mean, that, that actually bothers me that I can't wish our president well, but the reason I can't wish him well is because of the actions that he's taken and the actions that he continues to take to put people at harm and at risk. And, and, and he's basically, he's, he, I don't want to say basically he is killing people. If anybody else did what he has done, they'd be in jail right now. If I decided to have parties every weekend and said F COVID-19, F Charlie Baker, every rule, I'm going to have a party every weekend for the young jerks. We're going to have our young jerks party every weekend, no mask, no social distancing for my benefit every single weekend. And I infected people. I would be jailed for that, you know, and especially on a level that this, this has gone on with Donald Trump. You know, it's, I, I get angry at people if they have a party with 10, 15, 20 people. We're talking about hundreds of thousands of people indoors, no masks, no social distancing, lax testing, if any. And now it's come back to bite them. I want to see what kind of calls we have, if we have any calls right now. I know, I know that uh, some people are waiting earlier. I'm going to check and see if anyone wants to get on the line with us. Uh, bear with me because I really wasn't set up. I always think I'm going to be set up. I'm like, I had plenty of time today, but I really didn't. I'm, I'm always jammed out. I'm always working more than I should. Uh, we have some people waiting. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to admit the one person that's waiting right now because there were a bunch of people waiting earlier. Uh, they seem to be all gone. So I'm going to try to do this, but I'm probably going to have to set it up again, reset up the, uh, the video, but stay with us. Don't give up on us. All right. So let's, Ava Sue's here. I want to see what Ava Sue has to say about this. Let's try to get her on the line, see if we can work this out with her. Perfect. And it looks good. I don't have to reset anything up. Oh, you are a pro, Ava. Coming right in on the audio. We're connecting right now to Ava Sue. Yeah, I. So someone said, uh, you know, chill out, smoke a bone, don't be so angry. Yeah, I am angry. Our country is being ruined. It's being ruined from the top down by Donald Trump and his supporters. If you're If you're supporting him right now, I don't care who you vote for, vote. Number one, vote, but don't support Donald Trump. And there's so many reasons why not to support him. We're still trying to connect with the audio to, uh, maybe it's me, let me check. Maybe it's my issue on my Zoom because it still says we're trying to connect with, with Ava Sue. Let's see if we can get her up. If I can figure out what I'm doing again. Yeah, let's do this. Uh, what am I doing? Is it me? Is she there? Can you hear me, Ava Sue? You should be here. Yeah, I think she maybe has to take herself off and move mute. Is that what's going on, Ava Sue? Look, now I'm back to the other screen. What did I do? <laughs> but I, and I still don't have her connected to audio. I don't know what's going on here. We're going to try this again. But again, my name is Mike Crawford. I'm doing everything all at once by myself, and it's not going too well with the video and the whole screen and all that, but we'll get that worked out. I went away from it again. Uh, this stuff is really confusing. I do need a second screen. I keep saying that, I haven't done that yet. But I, these these are things that we, we will get done eventually, believe me. I'm turning things on and off. But again, my name is Mike Crawford. I'm trying to right now get some guests on, not, not guest call-ins right now, but I'm having some problems. It's not It's not working the way I want it to, of course. Well, 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 Mike has an issue with something not working how he wants it to. I'm shocked about that. 
Well, here you are, though. You, I, it's yeah, here out. I am. If I just keep talking, eventually it will work. That's what I figure. One moment. But now I got to get you on the on the Zoom. Now I'm still I'm still working on some things too, Ava. I don't know if you could see what I'm doing here. I screwed up the picture and frame. I don't know. Oh. It looks I'm looking from. I'm on with my phone. It was looking good. You're. Yeah, I could see you, but I don't know if the the listeners can because the Zoom window is screwed up. But, wow. So why don't you go and I'll try to fix that. What? Because because we can hear you. Oh, now we're back to the scene. Excuse me. Oh, okay. I am yeah. seeing some of what you're putting on the screen. Yeah. So I've I've screwed everything up. But why don't you? Uh, just tell us what you think about what we're talking about right now. Um, well, as far as I know, we're talking about, you know, the only update I got was that we're talking about Trump. Um, unfortunately, am I correct that that's the basis? Yeah, definitely. I mean, he yeah. is the story of the week. There's so many issues we could be talking about related to him, but. Uh, Endless I, and, oh, I apologize. No, I, I wanted to specifically to try to talk about uh, what's going on with with COVID nineteen, you know, with 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 him and his diagnosis and and how he got it and what's going on there. Well, he got it. This kind of karmic justice is uh, is happening, and I believe that that's that's something that I'm sure I'm not the only one using that phrasing, and that that's going through everybody's mind here because. It's it's been a theme for him to not just yeah it, it hasn't just been jocular banter that this president has been spewing you know about the masks and the the effects therefore um, aren't really just funny little little quips either there are more ripples than that here. Um, but yeah, beyond that, a couple things that I at least maybe want to bullet point or kind of like dog ear before we get going, especially I don't know how long I'm going to be on this evening and I'd like to hear others thoughts. Um, but about a few things that he's been doing during COVID um, and in regards to this and the effects that are gonna be happening from decisions, not just about in regards to funding with the police and dismantling of programs for uh, anti-racism, anti-sexism with domestic violence in particular, um, things that I still, I, I have to get updated on and, and educate a little, a little more before I'd really speak to them, but where we're talking massive, massive issues that we know have spiked throughout COVID and that right now more than ever, regardless of, and of course he's got his, his aides and his people, you know, calling the shots for him uh, a great time of the deal. I believe that he's, I mean, a puppet for the most part, um, besides a large child. Um, but yeah, um, I'm sorry, I didn't expect to be on tonight. Thank you for having me, by the way. You, you're my MVP right now. You yeah. just saved me on the screen. It's not perfect right now, but we're both up. Oh, okay. oh, <laughs> I had now. every issue going. And then I realized I was on screen share. I, 
I need to get a second screen here. That's the big thing. That's that's the issue. Yeah. Oh, well, I like what's going on in the backgrounds. Yeah. Now that I can see you. Yeah, I still have some issues, but it's okay. It's I'm just not touching it anymore. Whoever calls in, we're going to take their call. Hopefully it works out. But we're good. You, you saved us. You kept it going. And you, and you talked about you. on topic about you. So you're someone that has you're a medical advocate for patients. Number one, I think people should know. And you've had a lot of trauma. So you're, you're an advocate. Tell people about your who you are and what your role is. Well, um, I am a rare disease legislative advocate, um, among other things. Um, and I have, well, I have Ehlers-Danlos syndrome myself, which is a rare illness that other people, Amonique Garner, um, she suffers as well from Ehlers-Danlos syndrome in our cannabis community. We are fortunate enough to have a great deal of treatment um, through cannabis and um, Ehlers-Danlos syndrome and those connections and the rare community and the patient community in general um, has helped get a lot of traction for the legalization of cannabis, obviously, as you know. Um, but so, yeah, there's also a lot of irony in this for me um, that actually come to think of it. Well, in February, when COVID broke out, I was down in DC specifically for rare week and to head in to kind of storm storm the hill with the crew uh, for zebras. They call us a dazzle, by the by. Um, but we went in there and we literally had, and it wasn't just our, our groups. Uh, there were different times of having like, little cry breaks to the side and these moments of frustration that were so great dealing with his aides and uh even at um yeah directors of policy and these people that are supposed to be in charge and on top and literally just lie we're lying to our faces about things that we knew we had put in place. We knew we had a pandemic protocol. We knew that we had a literal playbook in place. We have things that our groups behind the scenes um, and the allegory of invisible illness here and ever feeling invisible, but literally going to, going to war to try to say, hey, will you take this seriously? And will you uh, like? Will you listen to the ideas and restart implementing um, everything that we've been trying to get working, including um, a center of excellence at the FDA? Um, we were at the NIH. We were House and Senate back and forth, and um, just meeting after meeting, trying to get this stuff in place and really it's only been until now it has been a long um a long nine and a half or ten months since of still recouping uh from just the cognitive dissonance as well when you're speaking to people and the amount of health professionals that we had there and in attendance and that our group uh and shout out to prime advocacy 
um, and the Every Life Foundation, by the way, to Mark Dant, to Shannon Von Felden, to people, to a lot of people that also the PPE um, for the fallout in, in the aftermath that just, these people have everything on their plates and are all behind the scenes and really, really came through, especially for those of us uh, that, well, all of us have been having to take our breaks, take our, take our rests and, um, but yeah, uh, some of that still obviously right now renders me speechless, just even thinking back to it. Um, and the scariest part though, which still right now, and a concern that I have, well, this is one thing, um, is that part of part of the questions for one of the panels that we had leading up to to Hill Day with um, with his staff, uh, former and current, were uh, and Democratic and Republican parties like across the board. Um, we are uh, we say it's not political, it's personal. So, you know, everything is nonpartisan and that's the way that it should be in theory, one would think. But um, the scariest thing that came out of it and that really shocked me was that there was a question if Trump was, uh, if there was an election held today, who would be, who would win? And across the board, every person there said Trump. Trump, no matter if they want it or not. And right now, I feel like with him, with this election coming up, it frightens me the sympathy votes that are gonna start, that, that I feel are bubbling up immediately. The things that bubbled up in me that I was surprised about, because the first thing when I heard it, I was surprised myself that the, the the Schadenfreude was not like through the roof. I felt like, whoa, especially the ripple effects, knowing that we all know. That's why it's not funny. Right. What do you mean? It's, the... it's, 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 it's happening right before our, our eyes. Yes. Like the, 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 this is like criminal neg negligence, killing people. You just right before our lot, eyes, mass spreader events. And then people, we go online and people are chastising us because because we're not kissing the ring of Donald Trump right now. Like that's no. what I, I feel that's like. I've been is. seeing that today. And I, 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 I challenge these people. Like I put it up to them because it, as mean as Donald Trump has been, I want to be mean back to you. I want to say to you, you take this fucking clown. You drive him around. You put a mask on. And you drive them around, not not to go to the doctor's office, not to get food at a no, just to to to, to wave at his friends. You put your life on the line, because that's what people are doing right now. They're putting their life on the line for this clown who doesn't take their lives seriously, that doesn't give a shit about them, that doesn't give a shit about any of us. And you want us to be nice. You want us to to have sympathy. For Donald Trump right now, I don't have any sympathy. I am not wishing him death. I don't wish anyone death. But if I, it, 
if I did, if I did, yeah, and if anyone does, I don't give a shit if they do at this point. You know, and if you if you are so upset that someone's calling death on Donald Trump, and it's happening so often, maybe you should look at the reasons why, and maybe you should address those reasons why, which you haven't done. Which you we could see it on your goddamn timelines. Like if you haven't been talking about people who have been harmed, if you haven't been talking about the fact that people are, some people still are out of luck with no money coming in. If you haven't talked about the the the, the fact that, you know, we had had to wait for the testing, that we still don't have the right testing, that we still have the most cases of any country, that we still have the most deaths. We're, we're number one in something and it's not a good thing. It's, yeah. And this guy is still acting like it never happened. He's in he's in Donald Trump land when the only thing that matters is what Donald Trump likes. And it's his ego. He he's had to get in the frigging car. I still can't believe in this country that we don't have someone that is sitting next to Donald Trump and say, no, you cannot go in the car. Like Ivanka, Honestly, where are you? Where, where is his wife? Where yeah. is anybody to say, hey, old man, old crazy ass man. You cannot get in the car and you cannot date. I mean, this is stuff, you know, a lot of us, uh, as we grow older, we have to do this sometimes to our parents and grandparents. We have to take the car away from them. We have to do things that, <laughs> that it's not pleasant. It's not nice. But that's the point we're at it in is. this country where we have to take the keys away from Donald Trump. We're at that point. It really is. It's been playing drunk driver and everybody has been acting as though it's it, he's literally driving our the, the president the president is a position that literally is the driver of our country of our future of our destiny and where we're going and when you're playing drunk driver and and people aren't aren't reactive to it in that way and that didn't see this coming that's why i was saying there's no laugh there's no there's no laughter in that. That's the reason that people are having to also make these jokes is that it's survivalist because it's always, it's the surprise of a joke that gets you, that makes you chuckle, that says like, haha, oh, that's so funny. And well, also it's important to find in enlightened people, there's a, there is a saying about um, if you can find the comedy in an irony that happens uh, in your own life, like in your own tragedy or in tragedy in itself, that's an enlightened person, you know? Um, so it's not that it's coming from a place of malice either, but of, of also just sheer, and also, honestly, it's a, it, it's a positive thing to know that, um, that people are activated and also getting, uh, getting it for those who haven't you know um and i feel like that's also where maybe part of more of the banter is coming coming in from here and there are people that there are some people that are in shock that also have been deniers this entire time due to what's been happening some of them are still processing the other parts are being like whoa that's and and because there is no because he has also note the timing of this and that we had the first we we had that debate 
last week and were the questions about wearing masks, the questions about the protocols and how snide he was and still in that whole debate, I kept on saying to myself, and I think, I mean, well, I don't think there's been one commentator or one person that hasn't noticed that he has not had a modicum of compassion this entire time. And the people that rave about him being such this great businessman and business mogul and the way that, but the thing is, and, and to treat the country as a business, well, no, the country is not. The United States of America is not a business. It is full of lives. It is, it's, it's a nation. It's something with an actual pulse um, and a heart. And that is why people are, that's why we're upset. That's what's happening because it's our, it's our everything. There's a word that keeps coming up too. It's, it's funny because I don't think it's the correct way you use the word, but it's like viral now, karma. The word karma, it's K-A-R-M-A. Because it's like yeah. you, you, you doubted the virus, you mocked people, you mocked the vice president just like two days ago at a debate for wearing a mask mm -hmm. and and COVID-19 had already gotten Trump at that point pretty much I mean I'm convinced he had it last Saturday yeah, I don't know I if he, say, I don't know I if he got noticed. infected last Saturday or he spread it to more people last Saturday but the man had a major party on the White House lawn with no social distancing hundreds of people vanity 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 no masks inside and outside Dozens of people, Governor Chris Christie, Kellyanne Conway, Melania Trump, Donald Trump, other senators, the uh, president of Notre Dame University. I mean, these people were all infected and now their families are getting infected, their children. And this is at the point right now where we're, in, we're a country that has economically been devastated on Main Street. Wall Street is still doing fine. The stock market is still roaring. I'm myself, the capitalist. I'm going to tell working class people too. I'm going to give you some advice on this. Load up on stocks. Monday morning, if that market crashes, buy, buy, buy. Because they've juiced this market not to go down. The, the, the money supply and the interest rates and the, and the tech growth and then biotech, you need to invest in the stock market if you haven't already. And you need to get in heavy. Because that's where the money is to be made right now. The only place. Most certainly that but, I feel like. But Main Street is suffering. People in hospitality are suffering. People who run restaurants and bars and entertainment, they're done. And we're supposed to reopen a lot of that this Monday in Massachusetts. And now our rates are going back up. And the country, and it's so awful because here we are in new england right new england new york massachusetts i'm going to include new york and new england new even though technically it's not but this northeast cluster of states here we got hit the hardest in the beginning and then we did the right thing for the most part you know i think it should have been it should have been even a little more strict honestly but we handled it better than anywhere else we did the mass testing oh, yeah we closed a lot of places down and our rates went way down and now the rest of the country. And, but we did also have, and to be fair to the rest of the country, we had the Patriots help. 
I apologize that, if it was out of time. But yeah, but that that I don't know if I'll save it for my stand up. Okay, yeah. moving forward. Yeah, I don't think that the, I don't think the New England Patriots were the deciding factor on that. I really don't. I think that oh, no. the testing no. and the way that we handled it, the fact that we 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 took it seriously. We we knew that this was and we listened to the scientists for the most part. But now yeah, the rest of the country who didn't listen, like Florida has opened up everything now. They're going through the roof and, and it's going to come back here because we are a hub. New York, Boston, we mm -hmm. are a hub. Even though travel and tourism is down, what's up now is traveling within the states because people aren't going to go to Europe because no one in Europe will allow them there. <laughs> oh, know? yeah. So, no. so people no travel plans. to Cape Cod. They travel to Maine. They travel here. They, 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 they do the weekend trips. And so what happens in Florida or South Carolina or Texas, it ends up back here again, no matter what we do. So this affects everyone. And it's because we don't have a national plan because we don't have a serious presidential administration because we have no help at all because we have actually the opposite of that. We have a gang in power right now that only cares about their power. And pleasing Donald Trump is the only way for them to stay in power. And most of them know it. And that's why we find out so much information. He's definitely, I mean, you you have to have a crew of psychophants to get away with what he has. Everything is self-servile, like flatter, flatter, flatter. And it seems to be about it. Right now, The there are still alarms and extra COVID anxiety and different things that are popping up as this conversation is even happening for me, where thinking about oh my goodness, what if he does pass and I and does Mike Pence have it? And will that be, because to me, and especially he was so brazen, even doing live tours through hospitals sans mask. Um, however many months ago, I don't know if you, yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, this has been going on. Uh, Mike Pence now, is still traveling. Our attorney general who was within, you know, hugging people who have now tested positive is not quarantining. The president of the United States is not as positive for COVID-19 and he decided to go on a joyride today. Like a crazy senior, like you're crazy what? 100 year you, so you're crazy this is something 90. That I was not he went aware on a joyride was secret in, in a car with the windows rolled up just to say hi to all the nitwits that were yelling and screaming outside of the hospital. I had no idea of this. This is news to me on the news here about today's Joey ride. Yeah. Um, and this is after they exposed people all week. They didn't tell what was going on. The only reason we found out that uh, the president was exposed was because a reporter it found out that Hope Hicks had tested positive. It's really heartbreaking. And well, the, the heartbreaking, the heartbreaking parts beyond the fact that we know, like you kept on saying Main Street and so many that that aren't getting reported and that aren't getting that the, the personal stories that we aren't, that we aren't going to know, unfortunately, and or aren't getting to know is that also he's getting more attention of this out of the vanity that started it 
and whomever may be surviving, we still have all of the people that kind of this genocide has been set up. I mean, for how long that we knew, and that's why Senator Markey, that's why everybody was going to war to get this clown out of the White House and being so angry and bringing up the disparities um, that we were knowing uh, that black and brown people uh, were gonna be contracting and, and that's where I'm, for like you said, Main Street, it, that's where it's getting me to, to choke up a bit because this is gonna be, this is a huge ripple. This is a huge ripple. And we don't know, cause we don't know what's happening with all of those people that he did have at the party. And like we said, the domino effect and even with his own little clan and no pun intended there, funny enough. Um, but this is, yeah, mega, mega, mega. I just want to make sure everyone votes. Yeah. It, I think uh, de deadlines. Phone banking for, um, for state rep. Catherine Lenatra, by the way, who's running on uh, on our South Shore uh, for state representative, um, and I apologize. I Voting started starts in some places already. It's already started apparently. You know, definitely mail in votes uh, in in most places, mm -hmm. but voting if you haven't registered, deadlines are approaching. Like I know, I believe Monday is the deadline tomorrow. In we can also put up, I'll put in, um, or it, there are links, uh, reminders that probably we should, well, that we can, yeah, get up there. But uh, Secretary of State, even if anybody just Googles it uh, for in, in Massachusetts in particular, uh, Bill Galvin's office uh, to, to update your voter registration, that's still possible, but yeah, to definitely get on it. And probably now, especially if you're not going to be doing a mail-in ballot, um, and if you don't have a plan in place to get to the polls, this, I, I mean, to, yeah, to get a plan in place and, and get that mail-in ballot um, just in case and, and, you know, make sure, yeah, this is. We need people to vote. There's no question. I mean, this is, the most, I, I I hear this all the time, the most important election of our lifetime. This really is it. This is it on a it, national it level. It really is. And the thing is, well, take all those things, even if you take, uh, one thing about this that, that I just realized is that logically for everyone, when we get back to the voting of who will, and if a vote was taken today, when you take all the emotions away and we'll get back to that word karma and uh, its definition and role here and what we think, um, but logically for someone who is this haphazard about their own health and has been this disinterested and is actively today engaging in what seems like that's pretty manic behavior or whatever it is. I am not a psychologist. Right. I no, this is the point. Where it's not, a, but 
Yeah. At what point do we take take, take the keys away? To say, let's make sure that, yeah, to take the keys away and hand them to the driver that showed up sober and sane, honestly, to I mean, that's, that's, it comes it. down to, it. I mean, we need okay. sanity. Because we, this also, is... The thing is right now, the effects on his health, that if there ever was, I mean, and that obviously from, from me coming from me and a rare disease standpoint where, um, and as a woman, when everything, every time that health is brought up for, or has been for a candidate in the past of, oh, well, you know, what if Hillary has this, or what if Warren, ha or, you know, in age, this, that, and the other thing. Well, right now, people are still, yeah, let's put that into account here. What is going to happen? Because even if his recovery goes well, these are long-term effects where we don't know where it's going to be. In for and we are not familiar with, even though, yes, we are familiar with coronaviruses. We, we were working on, um, and again, yeah, we aren't going to be able to get away kind of from the karma subject. And that's the hashtag irony there. I'm going um, to hold on one second, Ava mm -hmm. Sue. We have someone else on the line. I'm going to try to add a third person if we can handle oh, this. Oh, okay. Fabulous. Let's see if we can take this call. I think this might be Carmelita. A bunch of people were calling in earlier. I lost them all. I know you're trying to call in. Please keep calling in. We want to hear what you think okay. about this Trump situation. Hi, who's on the phone? Hi. It's me, Carm. Hey, Carm, how you doing? Hi, Good. Carmelita. Hello. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for gracing us with your presence. Oh, thank you for having me. I, I can't um, watch. I can't watch you guys and and um, call in. Talk at the same time. So I, I suppose it's delayed anyway. So, so. So here I am, and and um, I'm not sure what you're you're discussing right now. I know you're discussing the the whole state of of craziness with our pres with the president, some people's president, not mine. But um, you know, I'm not sure where you were at. So I don't. You know, did you? Um, did you want? I'm, me to I'm just I'm just la I'm just laughing because I realized right now your phone number is on the screen. You're probably gonna. No, freak it's out later. not. Yes, it is. Well, out, Mike. Just blank it. Just. Blank I can't. It. I don't know how to do it. I'm sorry. Uh, Prank uh, call, call her later. <laughs> <laughs> I just let everyone know it too. Sorry. Carmelita, oh, that's all right. But that's Carmelita, right. what? What oh, do you? Well, and and Carmelita, we were actually we were touching on karma. Yeah. What do you, What do you think about all this? Honestly. I think it's insane, and I I just think that it's this whole COVID thing is is a continuation of the the lies that we've been enduring for almost four years now. I I don't believe most of it. I mean, I I believe that he's sick. I believe that he has the virus. I'm surprised that he didn't get it sooner, given um, his his recklessness and and denial but i i think that his doctors are lying i i some people think that it's a hoax i i don't i i believe that he is ill but um i believe that he's putting on a whole facade to make everybody believe that 
that he's Superman or or somebody some sort of superpower that's better than everybody else. And um, to to the you know to it, 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 it's he's just nuts. He's just crazy. And um, I don't wish him. I know a lot of people are saying horrible things. I don't wish anything bad on this guy. I just want him out. We're tired. We are, we're all suffering um, post-traumatic stress disorder from, from all of this. The last four years of, of constant drama every day. And, and now we're in the midst of a, a pandemic. I was just discussing this with a friend of mine a little bit earlier. And um, it's changed all of us. Tom, I got, I'm going to stop you right there. I'm, I'm going to be the mean boyfriend right now. I'm going to chastise okay. you. Your show sounds awesome. You have great sound on your show. You call into my show and it's crack, crack, crack. Where's the good mic? Oh, oh, I I'm using my phone. I called yeah. in on my phone. Yeah, we we can tell. Yeah. Am I am um, I mean am I a mean guy? Does he? Is, yeah. Is this? Does this happen often? Yes, it does. I yeah, was really enjoying myself for a moment there. We, oh, okay. Carmen and I give us each other. Uh, <laughs> We, we, like, she's the only one that can say the things that she says to me. Well, can you hear me and can you understand? Yeah, no, it just cracks every once in a while. Yes. And you sound as beautiful okay. as you, ever, Your voice sounds way. good, but every once in a while I hear a crack, crack, crack. Well, get over it, dude. Um, <laughs> you know, really. I, I mean, we're... <laughs> you wanted my input and that's... I it. want you to I come think, on so we know, can fight right? like we fight at home. I think that this is just, I think it's a last ditch attempt. Um, although I do believe he's sick. Um, I mean, he's still tweeting. He's still making videos. He just went out for a ride. And I feel sorry for the poor person that well, has to drive that car with a, a COVID patient sitting there. Um, and he's just not stopping, but the, the right side of all of it is that uh, Joe Biden's numbers are going up. Right. And I, I think that, you know, if we can hold out and until um, after November 3rd, I think that he's going to lose by a wide margin. I think it's not going to he's not going to be able to contest this election. Um, I think that it's a done deal for him. Thank you, Carm, for calling in. I'm going to I mean, I'm going to cut you off because your yeah. phone is a little wet. It's bugging me now. Honestly, but um, I, I really awful. He's I am. I'm an awful boyfriend. Yeah. Well, I was just gonna say that. But I, will, oh, I want, before I, I let you go, a... I want to say you brought up a great point. Like some of the best points. Like the vote. The vote is so. The but vote. I'm gonna let you Everybody go. I'm gonna put you on me. Get out. Yeah. That Everybody and also. Because if yeah. enough people vote, there's no way he can overturn it. Like, and that that includes Massachusetts. Like every, even though like. In the past, a lot of times I was one of these people who say our votes don't matter in Massachusetts because we know who's going to win it, you know, it's winner take all. This election, every vote matters, even if you're in one of those states that's not a swing state. We need to like have an overwhelming number of votes against this guy. We need him out of there. We need him to know on election night, we don't want him. So well, the thing you. is, and this time around, and Carmelita, when you were speaking uh, about his his attempts, it is right. It it seems like it's 
the 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 embodiment of pathos, you know, and just mm-hmm. um, that's really what he is. But it's kind of scary because of that. Because when you were speaking about it, I even thought to myself, "Oh my gosh, yeah." If you were told that you have X number of days to live, I wonder what's going on, and I I wonder about his mental stability even with that we'll see how things progress but it is well there's there's also is it is it called covid fog where uh, this virus affects people's capacity to mentally your neurocognitive capabilities and functions yeah most certainly your executive functions um i mean obviously end up uh, are affected before before the rest of, before the time you get to, to needing a respirator, you know? Yeah, um, he still has not- Well, had... and you could tell in the last, I apologize, I was cutting you off. No, go ahead. You can tell well, in, the, in last... the last debate, I felt like you could tell that his cognitive function and that his, his dialectical, like his, um, the way he was speaking was slower, even though, yeah, he was interrupting the entire time and still whatever it was, but I could tell that he was a bit like like you were saying that we could tell even like you were saying last Saturday, Mike, you know? And even, even uh, at at that last speech he gave, he cut it short. So there is something wrong with this guy. There are always was, and it's going to only get worse. And I think that uh, you both brought up great points. I want to thank you for both calling in. Uh, if anyone else wants to call in, we have an open line right now. We're going to do it, but uh, not much longer. So sorry but if I missed one, you earlier. Go ahead, Carmelia. One, the, the, before I leave, I, I need to reemphasize what you just, you both just said, vote, no matter what. And if you can avoid doing mail-ins, if you can, yes, um, if you can. go to the polls, double mask, get down there and vote. Uh, many communities open up early. And I, I know in our town, it's, there are no lines, there are no crowds. You just go to town hall and you vote. And um, whatever it takes, try to get down in person, but vote. Thank you, Carmelita. Thank you so much, Carmelita, for gracing us with your presence. Oh, Thank an you. honor. It is. I was just about, you took the words right out of my mouth. It is an honor to be on the radio with you. Amazing. Amazing. Oh my gosh. You guys are covering it all. Thank you. Thank you, Carm. Next time we're going to get you you uh, hooked up with with a good microphone. Okay. All right. Love you. Bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. I'm going to be in big trouble later. For a good time, call. Now that we've uh, got that, it's in I am in so everywhere. much trouble. I, I, I <laughs> wait, wait till later. Karen's gonna kill me. Well, you can get a, you can get a new one. You might need to. She's a hot ticket. No, she I has a microphone. You, we have like. I am not, have, and I am gonna. Say Ava Sue, Ava Sue, wait, wait, wait. We have five microphones. I don't here. know how you. I am not one of those people that. Uh, that does this and I can't stand it when people say like, um, how did you do that? Like she's way out of your league or talk about leagues <laughs> or this or that. I but I am like, I was almost a little scared for you and being like, Mike, you are, inc- no, you are incredible though. Honestly, you both are. No, you know what? Uh, I know that. Like, like I, you know what? I know every day I got lucky. I got lucky with her. 
So Man. I, I know yeah, I, I know I have a lot to bring to I realize not like more so lately that I have a lot to bring to the table as well now, but I got lucky. Yeah. That's yeah. my girlfriend for people that well, don't know, Carmelita. Uh if anyone else wants to call in and talk about Trump, because I think what I'm gonna do now is play our last clip, like play the same clip again, because I think some people didn't see it. And I want to tee it up. I want, oh, yeah, I, I didn't to, even see it. I this was, is Fox yeah, News. This is uh, Fox News Sunday, the Sunday show. Take this a breath, a, everyone. Heads uh, up. There's a representative from the Trump campaign. And then you have Chris Wallace, who moderated the debate the other night, who was potentially exposed to COVID-19 because of the Trump, the Trump BS. You know, the Trump... Trump was exposed. His wife was exposed. None of them wore masks at the at the debate. Now, by the rules, only three people were supposed to not wear masks: Chris Wallace, Biden, and Trump. His whole family came in there and viewed it. You know, the kids, Ivanka, uh, Eric, Donald, the wives. None of them wore masks. Now, the group that was organizing the debate tried to act, act like they, they came in with masks. They, they were supposed, those were the rules. They were supposed to wear masks. They decided to take off their mask against the rules, against the agreements. When a doctor came by to try to give them masks and say, hey, you should wear the mask, they were pushed aside and said, no, 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 we're not wearing masks. This is the administration that we're, we're dealing with here. They don't care if they expose people. They don't, they just don't care. And there's been no apologies. There's no statement from Donald Trump apologizing for the amount of people he infected. There's not. There's nothing. There's we're 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 supposed to feel bad for him now. And well, the thing is, Do I, no, before thing I let you go, before Ava, we before we play the, I'm sorry. I want to say. I mean, this this is the the hypocrisy. Well, I was it's just like, about to. I I just got chills and a quote came to mind. Whether ahead. it's Kesha, or I just not, don't want to forget what I'm going to say. Some go ahead. things, some things only God can forgive. And honestly, this is what that's meant for. That's perfect because it's so true because it's like the, the, the same people that say all this crap, like we, we got to be nice. We, uh, people being mean to him. I guarantee if I got shit faced, got in a car and drove through their house and killed their family, that they wouldn't want to be nice to me. I guarantee you, if I had a huge event and was a neighbor of theirs and had 500 people on my lawn with no masks, no social distancing, no testing, not enough testing, and people got exposed and died and it spread around the town and, and got his kids sick, I guarantee that they would change their tune. And an example is Donald Trump himself. Donald Trump today gave another video statement where now it's serious. Now he, now he understands about COVID-19. I'm sorry, this shit doesn't have to happen to you to, for you to take it serious. Yeah, most certainly not. And that's the opposite of how it should go. And the, the whole point is, is that he's supposed to be of service. Anybody that gets into politics, the whole point is not supposed to be to get power. That's somebody that, you don't you don't want today well yeah today while phone banking i was speaking with again for uh for <clears throat> excuse me 
Um, anyhow, this woman kept on apologizing and saying that she was so uneducated about politics. And I said, I told her that not to be, that it is the politician's job being of service to educate constituents. And so we're dealing with that, like not on, on a small, like, you know, and just the state to state and, and local, but on everything. And when you're giving these allegories and or whatever it is, and when we're talking about playing drunk driver, I feel like you don't even have to get into at this point, um, us putting in that, yeah, and when, sorry, as a mother of an incredible, the most incredible daughter and child in the world, Aurora Dorothea, and I love you, Aurora, mama loves you. Uh, she's gonna be four at the end of December, by the way, and will be wearing a mask, um, I believe. <clears throat> um, yeah, that we don't have to be putting in any other, any other bells and, and whistles or even the rest, it's, it's playing drunk driver. Period. It is. And when it comes to when you when you brought up the kid part, that's where literally I started having I started having like regurgitation in my throat and feeling it go up because the anger and the defensiveness as a parent, when somebody messes with your kids, that's the mama bear you know, and the the papa bear in in people that comes out, but that I'm a bear part. Yeah, sure. Yeah, if somebody, yeah, the fact that, yeah, you got me and on like, that one. I know and, you're and today, like, uh, uh, I'll just read some of the comments that we're getting online. Uh, great. Now, all those involved have to quarantine. What a effing asshole. That was Christopher Gagnon. He's talking about the Secret Service. You know, they, they drove Trump around today. He, he, he left the hospital against the doctor's wishes, against the CDC. He got into a car with the windows rolled up to wave to people and then went back to the hospital. Now, those Secret Service agents now all have to be quarantined. The, this is the crap that, like, how this long are we going to put up? I how long? Before, I, I want to know how long are we going to oh put, are God. we going to even put up with this until, until uh, January? Like, if we vote him out, are we going to wait? Like at this point, we, we need to remove- I feel like people like are gonna start, and like like Carm said, people are gonna be running to the polls. I feel like people are gonna start running to the polls to be voting for, for Joe Biden. Um, and honestly, all of the personal attacks that his, that, that Trump's campaign um, were planning on utilizing and whatever you want to say about the candidate that we're dealing with uh, in the Democratic Party right now. Yeah, let's all literally, I mean, it's running for your life to run to the polls right now, because that's kind of what we've got to do. I mean, take it at a pace, but let's get it absolutely yeah. is. And it's what we must all do. Like, yeah, vote early. like Parm said, if you can, if, I, I mean, have the mail-in ballot, obviously, as as a as a backup, um, 
but start getting, I can't stress this enough to everybody out there to have a plan in place for voting. Um, take it as seriously as you do um, like with a prophylactic, you know, like have a plan in place in emergency. This is kind of like the American people are having to come up with um, with our own fire exit, like just on, on the whim, a second egress. And there is no second egress here or that our, our second egress, thank God, will end up being Joe Biden life and not Mike Pence. Life or death. You know what I mean? Because this is we life are or death. a nation on fire. This is life or death. And you know what? I spend a lot of time, and it makes me really sick too. I gotta, I gotta say this a couple things tonight. I, people said I'm angry. Yeah, I'm angry. I sit here and defend workers in cannabis. I, I defend all workers. For a lot of these folks in the cannabis industry to turn around and defend this behavior from Donald Trump, you're disgusting. You're, you're exactly what we don't need in this industry. Exactly. If you defend this type of behavior. People are being infected by Donald Trump and his neg negligence. Workers are being ex exposed. They're denying people health care. They're denying people a paycheck. They're denying all the protections that Donald Trump had. And now they want us to care. And well, right now, I don't think anybody should really be, um, even though I don't, yeah, I don't feel like people should be hate focused but right now it's really important to get to to air grievances um and to speak what's on your mind and to be speaking what's on our mind and on our hearts uh i'm angry is, that's what i'm speaking i am yeah, angry you know when people you say might, you're you're angry you're damn right i'm angry if you're not angry yeah. i question your patriotism i yeah, question I say, whether you care about humanity i question if you're not angry right now i question you as a human being i question you as a cannabis business owner i question your values yes i do that's how angry i am right now you should be we all should be killing people and you think it's funny. You think that we should be nice to this guy as he stabs us in the back, as he kills people, as he ruins this country. Russia couldn't get enough from this guy. They're not even advising him at this point because they just know he's doing the work for him no matter what. He is crazy. This guy needs to be removed from office as soon as possible, as soon as possible. Absolutely. And if you're complicit in this, I am angry at you too. If you support Donald Trump, if you're up there guilt tripping people today, about Donald Trump in any shape or fashion, any shape or fashion, you are part of the problem. Especially if you haven't talked about all the people he's killed. You know, you're well, the same right people, now, they're the same people who anytime someone will get in trouble in the news, they'll put them up and say how much of a scumbag they are and not even know all the facts. Not, not know anything about them. It'd be like that person killed someone, he's mm -hmm. a scumbag. But you know what? The difference is we know all the facts. We have all the information. We have that three and a right half now, years and of knowledge of what how this guy operates. We have just the past week on the shitty said and done. We know exactly. This is there's no more coverage that you need at this point. There's been so much coverage of this. Well, and, and beyond people are still that, in and, well, and also, this and they're like, you know, well, people are mean to Donald Trump right now. It's disgusting. You are disgusting. You are you are like. You're shaming victims. That's what you're doing right now. Honestly, 
Honestly, yeah. you're right. And if and you know what, what if, if, if something bad happens to your family member, I don't want to hear a word about it. I don't. Because you don't give a shit about anyone else but yourself. It's obvious. Like, and I'm talking to specific people in the cannabis industry specifically because I've seen this crap and I'm not putting up with it. I am not putting up with it from any of you anymore. This is life or death. If you think a friendship, like you, you're upset that you got unfriended on Facebook. Well, imagine if somebody killed somebody and your friend and you're sitting there supporting them. I'm just going to leave it at that. I, I am angry. I'm sorry, Ava Sue. I'm, I'm even like riding. I, got, I think we got to take a break because I'm, I'm getting, I was, right. I was like over, over hot. I'm like Trump tonight. I'm so fired up about this. Like I was hot on Carmelita. I've been a little hot on you tonight. I apologize, but I, am I just, don't take it as being hot or hard on me. And please don't take my, uh, my lack of, some of this is still, it's the, the bit of cognitive dissonance of, processing and also some things i'm uninformed on that's one part of it is that i've been running around doing well doing everything that i need to be getting done but um my focus yeah my focus has been on winter is uh winter is coming and all of this has been on my mind as as a mother so figuring out you know check by check by check uh what to be doing coming up and but wow this election even even journaling today it is that intense that with everything going on it was funny because uh i i did literally write went finally to to calm myself down just like you are and sorry you just said that you needed to excuse yourself that you, need no, we, we, you know what we need to do is we we, we need to i'm going to play that clip again we're going to play the clip oh, yeah, again. Yeah, and if anyone calls in, maybe we'll come back. If not, we'll just wrap it up. Cause I think we, I think we got it all out. I mean, yeah, people need to vote. You need, you need to step up. You need to protect your country. You need to protect your friends, your family, your children, your life. Like this is, this is the point. We have someone in office that doesn't give a shit about Well, anybody. and also let's remember for anybody that's defending him over this, one thing that came to mind, uh, yeah, and then we'll roll the clip is, my brother is an illustrator, drawnstories.com, uh, by the way, you can go to, to check out George Pedersen's work. But um, he did this political cartoon. He did one of hoods and shoulders for Donald Trump. And with, uh, you know, the little, because David Duke at that time and him and, and all of this that people seem to are, are forgetting very quickly who this person is and who he showed us he is. Let's not take that for granted that he's been honest at least about that for transparency's sake. And so this is still who you're getting behind, someone who stands hand in hand with the Ku Klux Klan. Um, so yeah, for me and in this industry and when it comes to social equity, economic empowerment uh, and cannabis in particular that has been made off the backs of, yeah, I, you are right. Why don't we play the clip? Because I feel like- We will. I feel we're like we're a little heated enough. We're gonna yeah. play the clip. Yeah. We're thank you for calling into it. it. Thank you for calling in, Ava Sue. Most certainly. Thank you so much for having me, Mike. And thank you, everybody out there listening. Thank you, Carm.
Thank you, Carmelita. Here we go. Here's the club.